one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rustoleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustoleum. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Force Center Presents Databank Dive. I'm Ken Napsok. 
And I'm Joseph Scrimshaw, and this is our show where we have lots of fun looking at the wild, the weird, the wondrous side of Star Wars, the tension every week. Will we add another W? So far, we're good with wild, weird, and wondrous, but you never know uh, what we do in this show, like it says in the title, with dive. We dive into a specific character, a planet, a weapon, a ship, and just talk about it what it means, the wild, weird, or wondrous side of it, and celebrate it. We did a whole season of this on the great science fiction app, The Companion. We did 10 episodes there, so if you want to check them out, you can check out The Companion. We love doing it so much, so now it is here, wild and out in the public. (laughs) Oh, that came out weird. But you know what I mean, right, Ken? Yes, uh, wild and out, like great MTV improv show, right? Uh, (laughs) Now you got me thinking of other Ws. I'm like, whimsical, though, that's kind of wondrous. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Right. Winsome. Yeah. Winsome. There you go. Uh, Weird, wild. Today's, it's all of it. It, And truth, it's always all of it. This one might start a little bit more on the weird, but today we are going to be, it's Andor season. We got to take advantage of Andor season because there's some wonderful things to discuss on the databank there on the StarWars.com page. Uh, We are going right towards perhaps the weirdest thing in Andor. It is the Palomar brothers, Dewey and Freedy. Joseph, this is going to be a biggie time podcast. It is so great. Uh, Every second of that scene, I loved. We're going to talk about why. Uh, But I always kind of try to prepare visually for myself for these episodes. And I have a screen capture that I took of this, their episode of Andor. (laughs) I say it's their episode like they were the stars. They were the stars for me of that episode. Uh, There's a moment with the captions uh, where I believe it is coming from Freedy. Uh, but the caption says affirming grunt. And it is just, it is a picture of the two of them. They look like they're doing uh, uh, Fisher person's modeling for Fisher person space GQ. And it says affirming grunt. And I'm just so happy looking at it. It's so good. So fun. Uh, Dewey and Freedy created quite a stir, which is why we're happy to celebrate them. They are on the StarWars.com databank. So let's go to the databank to see what uh, the databank has to say about Dewey and Freedy Pamular or Pamular or Pamular. You could say it how you want. Just say Dewey and Freedy. Here's Dewey. The chattier of the two Palomar brothers, Dewey spends much of his time in the Narkina quarry poles hunting for edible fish, we call them squigglies, in the murky, murky waters. Dewey has no love for the Empire, Scob the Empire, that has poisoned his home and he retains compassion for others who have been similarly scarred by the Imperial machine. That is a powerful, powerful description. Freedy is the uh, other uh, person in this equation here. And Freedy has heavy implements capping his beefy limbs. Give <laughs> Freedy Palomar the appearance of a formidable fighter, but his blades are primarily used for chopping up fish pulled from the waters of Narkina. Uh, with his brother Dewey, the Palomar brothers spend their days on fishing expeditions. Uh, fish exist in Star Wars. I just, the, the, the word squiggly is the best thing ever. All right. Uh, we'll start there, but then we're going to go to Wikipedia. I'm going to throw a bunch of stuff at you here, Joseph. I apologize. There's a lot of bits from Wikipedia. Dewey is a Karudian. Karedian. Karedian? Yeah, two E's. Two E's. Oh, there's a... E missing from this Caridium. Uh Dewey was uh, as the chat that was the chattier of the two brothers, as uh, aforementioned, but they were not blood relatives. <laughs> Dewey's design was a reuse of the design for the character uh Psy- Psychid Ock from the 2016 
film Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Dewey was portrayed by Dr. Quad Pop performer Matthew Lyons and voiced by Mike Quinn, a.k.a. Nine Numb. Wow. Freedy was portrayed by puppeteer Liam Cook, who was OG of Bastoon, mm-hmm. and voiced by droid and creature performer Damon Damian Farrell. A lot of information. Just where does your mind, where's your mind right now on all this? I, I love that you pulled out that they were uh, performed by veterans of the Star Wars world. That's so great to know uh, that Mike Quinn, Nine Numb, uh, was in there making the hey sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that that's really great for me i think the thing that i love the most is uh the the data their data bank entries have some flair edible fish i like making that specific (laughs) hunting for edible fish edible as a word you know has a meaning but edibles also (laughs) makes me wonder uh the heavy implements captain beefy limbs look it's true but it's it's a heck of a thing to say uh the number one thing that I'm enchanted by, though, is the clarification that they were not blood relatives, even though they have the same last name and they do look quite similar. It's one of the things I was thinking about when we we're watching is like, oh, there are they? Hey, uh, there's some similarities and there are some major facial differences. <laughs> <laughs> and look, if you go to our uh, review, our discussion of this episode of and or episode 11, chapter 11, I think I had not had all this information in front of me, I, I thought they were uh, partners. I thought they were married. I, I, I assumed they were a fishing couple. Uh, so, and it could, could have very well been. Uh, the fact that the, they're not blood relatives, but they call themselves brothers. I, I love that just as much. Both could have worked for me, but that's, that's exciting to find out. Yeah, this is, this is yet another beautiful Star Wars story of found family. I think that's the way I'm taking it. It truly is. But here's the big thing as we dive into this conversation about Dewey and Freedy. Joseph, uh, this is a, uh, an easy and hard task. Uh, how do we describe Dewey and Freedy? What do they look like? <laughs> uh, my honest uh, knee-jerk reaction uh, when I thought about this question is they look like damp animatronic pirates. Uh, mm. They they are definitely alien, but their whole vibe is very piratey, uh, you know, mm. kind of cyberpunk pirates <laughs> <laughs> is their, their together vibe to me. Uh, but then look, looking at Dewey, his his alien appearance, the design of this alien. And for some reason, I just kept thinking of Laffy Taffy. Like he has some sort of like maybe uh, almond flavor Laffy Taffy that's been pulled <laughs> into this shape and then stayed that way. That's amazing. It's just the, <laughs> I'll never go into 7-Eleven and look at the candy the same way again. Uh, oh. And then I, I think it's I think it's the fact that that Freedy Freedy's a puppet, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. not that's a puppet face, right? There's something about Freedy that really that face looks like a, a, an unused zombie model from Resident Evil, like yeah. a, a video game where you would be you like, hey, that's one of their stock background zombies, and I've been attacked mm-hmm. by Freedy <laughs> eighty seven yeah. times in this one hour of play. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I've got the Disney Plus up, and I'm just freeze framing, looking through it too, and and the designs are just picked out. Oh, that's the shot I need. I think it's it's the affirming grunt shot you're talking about here. Uh, I, here's where I go to media. the bulk, the size, the designs. We said this on on the discussion episode. I'll say that it, it's very reminiscent of some of my favorite things in Hitchhiker's Guide to the mm. Galaxy or some kind of fantasy stuff like that. Truly monstrous. A Freedy, I'd say, but the Freedy's more scary because oh, yeah. it's. 
Is it a human? Is it just a bulky human with like a bad hairdo, like little uh, Balon Greyjoy hair from Game of Thrones? And the belt is like metallic. It's digging into his gut. Like, yeah. Got and then the augment, augmentation with the, the 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 arms, the beefy arms, the beefy limbs. <laughs> the, the sword. On the other side, you, I, I do we uh, this frog like face, uh, the eye. There's a little dark crystal element there, so it takes mm-hmm. all these wonderful things. It's a truly manager design. But here's what I love: the thing I go to first is they both have really sensible like shawls or, <laughs> or, or, or Afghan wigs over them. Like it's kind of a they look comfortable and warm. They they look they did look like they raided grandma's couch uh, for their outerwear for sure uh, and I, I love that Freedy has uh, has a shawl but no shirt and then you, you look at Dewey and like Dewey doesn't oh no that is a shirt <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't all uh, all fit together uh, no and and they just stand out and I guess that's the next place I want to go to you know without a doubt they they became immediate. Uh, Fan fan favorites and 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 what do we joy about their appearance in Andor Joseph? They they made waves. Yeah, there's so much. I think uh, you know so much has been said about Andor being you know grounded and realistic, and it certainly absolutely is emotionally, and then just sort of uh, aesthetically. There's a ton of great Star Wars stuff. There's lots of aliens in the background. Hey, Doctor Quadpaw, even that name mm. is is beautifully over the top. So there is these these flashes of the more weird and fantastic in Star Wars. Uh, Dewey and Freedy were such a huge jolt uh, of that aesthetic, so it makes you uh, stand up and notice them. But then the actual the actual scene, I think, was really really effective because it's an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in this place of of fear because everything has been so brutal for Andor and Melshi, and we start this you know episode with just their horrific bloody feet right mm. uh, and and their desperation to survive and when when mel she's like i think i can make it it feels like the day i got luck on my side or you know whatever it is he says yeah. you feel yeah, like yeah. he's going to be shot through the head seven times you're just in this place of mm-hmm. fear so then <laughs> yeah. these two oh, weirdies come wandering in and there's sort of there's relief there's comedy there's terror and then the whole scene ends on Fist pumping, emotional victory. Raise your hands and scream, F the Empire. They F our squigglies. We're going to F them back. Like it ends on this triumphant moment after being just, you know, whiplash through comedy and terror to like fist pumping victory. It's just a great description of what's going on. Scob the Empire, indeed. And, and it stands out, yes, Andor does all these things we've been discussing and other shows and, and fans have been discussing the grounded reality of it all, which I think was needed. I think I think you need that to show uh, the real world issues and say, hey, Star Wars does have a lot to say. It's always had a lot to say. But then you, this comes along and it's just as powerful because of the other things we celebrate Star Wars. You and I just had the discussion about the magical uh, fantasy, fantasy science, science fiction side. And you have uh, these are truly... Uh, uh, characters but beings in this galaxy affected by the empire and they don't look like the empire and the empire has probably reminded them and others like them time and time again so for them to kind of uh, uh, you know have that there is that tension and and yes we know these two characters we know cassian and melshi survived this i totally get that but you don't know what's going to happen it, they could be one's got a knife on on his beefy lip you don't know what's going on but it, there's such a warmth to them from the moment they first react. When they look up at them running, you got these two fools running. He just have to, he just like, 
(laughs) You know, it's a gear shift in the most wonderful way. And it becomes important. It becomes valuable to hear this kind of, we're all having fun quoting them, the squigglies and the biggie dinner and all that kind of stuff. But beyond that is it just, it's, it's, it's culture is affected by the empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's powerful because of that. And so I think it was very well used. It was a great use of the wondrous and wild and weird in this show that is already correctly has a reputation of being grounded. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> today. Yeah. Oh man. So because the Caridian appears in Rogue One, I want to go here uh, as part of Sar- Saul's part, Sar's, Saul's partisans. I, I know we have a specific character name. I, I stumbled through it earlier. I'll try again. Saisid Ock? I think it really is just any choice you want to make with that one at this point. Yeah. Um, I want to know. I want to have some fun with this here. Do we think Dewey joins the partisans? If so, what is your headcanon on that? Does Freedy join as well? What happens to Dewey and Freedy when all hell starts to break <laughs> loose and the rebellion strikes back? Uh, or makes their move. What happens to these two characters? Well, I, I hope these brothers are not torn asunder. That would be <laughs> terrible. Um, I could see a headcanon where the, uh, since they've been having fun with some of the stuff that's established for Rogue One, like, uh, oh, we always told people that he was from Fest, which is what the Visual Dictionary said about Cassian. Right. So I could see them them being tricksy trick, as uh, as they might say, and revealing that Saisiad uh, Ak is actually a cover name for yes. Dewey Pemular. Uh, they could do that, but here's here's what my actual headcanon is. I think that's a, a different character, a different uh, Credian, and I think what happens to Dewey and Freedy is they start their own rebel splinter group. Uh, there's that great scene where Luthen and Saw kind of rattle off all of the different uh, people out there, the, the separatists and the alliance and blah, 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 blah. Um, I think Dewey and Freedy start a rebel cell called the Fishers. Uh, and I think they specifically, they take their knowledge of fishing and they apply that to the galaxy. And I think they go around to different uh, transport locations and I think they set bait and they capture Imperial cargo and Imperials themselves, like they were capturing squigglies. And so, I think, I think they, I think they wait until a lonely Imperial transport, not poor, uh, very poorly guarded comes by. I think they, they capture it, they reel it in. And then I think it's a nightmare for those Imperials. I think they say, you know, uh, lights out time, squiggly. Hey. And then some of those, uh, those appliances on those beefy limbs come out and it is just mm, gun yeah. season. It's got no, that's the, that's the tagline of the show you're pitching. It's gotten season. I love that you're kind of saying, much like uh, Jesus said to the apostles, you'll become fisher of fishers of men. That this is they're fishers of imps. They're going to go out and get the imperials. Uh, and I love that. I, I have a, an idea of like them showing up at, at, a, at a saw base, following the cavern angels in and, and landing and just offering up. You know, we be rebels, 2C2, uh, <laughs> and, and saw being excited to have, uh, what do you do with that blade on your arm? Well, he, got, he guts fish, but we can use it for something else here. <laughs> we oh. got wet nets. Wet nets. Those wet nets are something special. Mm. Perhaps more on that here in a second. But more headcanon talk. They have a Tug B-13 quad jumper. Uh, this is the ship that they give a gift to Cassian. Uh, or Keith Gergo, if you'd like to say. And and uh, Melshi, 
So this was fantastic because it's it's a direct reference to The Force Awakens. It's a ship, uh, the quad jumper they were running to. Uh, so to have it back, I don't know. I just really love seeing that there. But I'm going to have some fun with that. That ship gets off planet. Uh, they Melshing and Andor take it. Uh, do you want to see, or would you like the idea of that that ship, the quad jumper, is the one that ends up on Jakku? And what's your story for that? Yeah, I mean, I don't normally need... Uh, if we see one thing in Star Wars the next time, it it is the same thing. I think sometimes that's something that, that uh, fans can get irritated by when the galaxy feels too small. Uh, but in this case, I want it to be the same quad jumper, the exact same yeah. one, because I want after the fall of the Empire at some point, uh, Dewey is, you know, probably starting a, a fishing empire. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, Freedy made it through the rebellion as well. And I want to see the sale conversation between <laughs> Dewey and Amkar. <laughs> They're yeah. both um, large potato shaped <laughs> colored people yeah. with weird gruff voices. Mm. And I, I want to see this, uh, them haggling over the price so bad. How many portions? I want that quad jumper to be mine. Oh, <laughs> this is great. It's, 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 uh, we're doing data bank dive. But Dewey versus Unkar is a database brawl mm. waiting to happen with mm. a return to that at some point. This is great. And yeah, just just having I don't I don't like you. I don't necessarily need it to be the same one. Uh, but there is kind of, you know, I don't know, like tracing a dollar bill around the world. You can go <laughs> to do that. But just seeing this quad jumper having a story of being an overlooked ship uh, in many people's lives. But it does the job until it meets its untimely end on Jakku. It's a sad story, I guess, is what I'm pitching here. Uh, one of the other uh, weird things uh, about uh, this little entry here is Freedy's species is currently classified as alien <laughs> in a couple spots. <laughs> so what would we name Freedy's species? What do you imagine it might be? Or is uh, generic alien enough for you? Um, I, I do like alien. I, I, I think what I like about it is like he, he looks like he maybe has a similar body anatomy mm. to Dewey. Mm. Uh, we can't tell uh, because his arms, his beefy limbs have been replaced with mechanical uh, tools. Yeah. His face is pretty human. Pretty human. <laughs> pretty human. It's pretty human. Uh, but but there's plenty of that, right? There's humanoid, right? There's yeah. Pagruda, right? Okay, yeah. fine. Uh, maybe maybe this maybe he's not middle-aged and balding. Maybe this species does not grow hair on the top of their head. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. humanoid. Uh but to answer your question, I think his species, their name uh, is Kerblots. That's what the aliens are called, <laughs> Kerblots. Kerblots. I was going to base off the beefy lead and call them like uh, beefathons or something like that. <laughs> Beef Rubians or something. Beef Rubians? <laughs> Kerblots. What did you say, Kerblots? Kerblots. Kerblots. I accept that one there. Uh, maybe maybe one will show up in season two. We're going to answer. But it's funny to think that we got, we got Yoda and Freedy. And Grogu, I guess, and Yaddle, uh, as the as as the big mysteries in Star Wars, <laughs> we can never know what those species are. What is the weirdest aspect, look, or, or moment from the Palomar Brothers that you just absolutely enjoy? Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I think that uh, the, I could quote so many individual quotes. Uh, the the Biggie dinner is probably my favorite yeah. turn of phrase because it's the one that does just work itself into day to day life real real easy. Uh, the squigglies, the swearing, all of it is great. I think I'm going to go to this big picture thing of their vibe, of what I like about their vibe, is they look like the alien version of 
giant, strong, terrifying, violent pirates. Uh, but their manner of speech is the way one would talk if you were trying to entertain a baby. <laughs> yes. The toozy too. Yes. <laughs> oh, this baby's got toesy woes. Like, um, the, I think it's, it's the contrast between, uh, the way Dewey is speaking and how terrifying Dewey is. Yeah. 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 And, and, and even up to the point where they release him, you don't quite know how it's going to go. Again, no. we know we know somewhat of the end with these characters, Melshi and Endor. We get that. Again, it's a big lesson of Star Wars. You, just because you know the end, the journey is is still enriching and rewarding. You don't know, and that moment where the blade comes out and then it's like, God, ah, he's going to open up the nets. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. It's legit scary. But they talk that way, and then nothing but grunts from old Freedy. Yeah, uh, I love the calm aspect of him. It's it, it, in a show that is mm. quietly intense and somber at times they're they're just as the pacing on them is just is the same as the show but with a different effect for me so i love just the and the affirming grunts and the the, the converse the, the the biggie dinners like pastime is truly just it says so much i i imagine them sitting around wonderful squiggly dinners mm-hmm. so just everything about that and those nets and i i know you love those nets too i was watching that scene again today it's not just that it's this gooey kind of weird shelob like net they're caught in, but the fact that they could just retract it so easily. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. Not only is it a, a gross wet net that seemed, is that something they have to do in the morning to get up and coat the net with the blubber? Um, it's so gross uh, and does not obey the law of physics. And I love it. Yeah. No, I love it too. Well, uh, we've discussed a lot of the magic, but what is some specific magic of the, of the Palomar brothers doing Freedy? How does it uh, how does it all add up to the magic and legend of Star Wars? Yeah, I think for me, it's big picture is kind of a, a theme over the last uh, week or so of Force Center, but but it's, uh, it's such a prime example of it that uh, we're having so much fun talking about them because they're weird and they're funny and we don't know their whole story, so we get to imagine. Um, but what is going on with them? They are the first, in some ways, bright spot that Cassian has encountered. He's encountering mercy help yeah. uh, kindness uh, uh brothers in arms uh, <laughs> brothers in knife arms um the the contrast uh between the profound and the absurd that mm-hmm. they're really really bonkers fun aliens but if you look past that and what they are what they're saying what they mean they are more creatures of their world in sync with uh, their environment in that environment the entire natural order of the galaxy has been violated by the empire and these characters have the wisdom to see it to believe it and say absolutely no more the the power of them contrasted with the fun of them is the magic to me Absolutely. I think it's very telling that these are the first two beings in the galaxy that Melshi and Andor, two key members of the forthcoming official rebellion, that they meet, right? Mm-hmm. That they meet these and, and, and looks can deceive you. And you could maybe, you know, I think they do Melshi. Melshi is kind of like, they're not going to catch up to us. He's overlooking them. Uh, so there's valuable lessons there. But the mercy you're talking about, that the Empire's reach affects everyone and that they get it. These two characters get it. They don't need a big speech. They don't need, they'd look at Noah Jabal and be like, mm, this guy doesn't, two C2 doesn't get it. <laughs> uh, which I know is a number system. Um, they get it. They get it. 
And this is why in my head, maybe they do end up joining the fight in some way down the line, but they are important to the rebellion, important to the the story. And I could not have imagined this beat in, even after Andor started, but before Andor started, I should say, I couldn't imagine this showing up. It's such a powerful, wonderful, magical moment that adds to the saga and the story of the rebellion. Yeah. Imagine, you know, be, just being described this scene of like, okay, uh, they're going to encounter these uh, aliens and in the spirit of what these aliens are going to say is we see the empire murders everything today. They won't murder you. And then being shown what they're going to look like. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fascinating. Well, we're not done yet talking about Dewey and Freedy, but we're going to take a quick break here and come back and discuss a little bit more and give our final rating for these characters. So stick around here in Force Center and more Data McDowell. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, 
Welcome back to Databank Dive. I'm Ken Napsok, hanging out with Joseph Scrimshaw on the Four Center podcast feed here. It's our show, Databank Dive, where we uh, take a look at uh, some specific characters and uh, talk about how weird they are, maybe how wondrous, and celebrate everything about them. Dewey and Freedy are these uh, characters we're discussing today. Freedy appears, Joseph, to have chosen to augment his body with heavy implements on his beefy limbs. We keep <laughs> mentioning. If Freedy was a guest at your holiday party, would uh, what would uh, what implement would you want him to have? Oh, I, I, I would want him to be outfitted uh, with a corkscrew arm for wine. Yes, got it. Um, I feel like for opening champagne bottles, I just got a vibe that Freedy do that with his teeth, so no limb needed there. <laughs> But definitely corkscrew arm for wine. And then I would like him to have uh, on one of his beefy limbs an array of different kinds of cheese knives. Because I love cheese plates. But you're kind of presented it with them. And like, here's an incredibly hard, like, you know, adamantium level hard cheese. And here's a cheese that will melt if you look at it. But here's one knife to cope with both of them. No, you need multiple cheese knives. And, And I think Freedy could have your back. Yeah, free you would have you back for that. I think yeah, absolutely corkscrew is, is key. That knife works uh, for me as well. But one of the things I think I would need is um, uh, like an iPhone adapter on there where he's playing <laughs> music. Uh, maybe can charge phones. Just going around entertaining all the guests. When I host parties, I like to do the plate spinning thing where I want to just check in with people, make sure they're okay. So I could send Freedy around just playing songs they like. Maybe uh, a tray on one of them. I don't want to reduce him to just some sort of a... Uh, a service device here, but uh, no. making sure that you got more drinks, you need a new white claw. What do you got? What do you got? Yeah. And he has mistletoe wound up in his hair. <laughs> that is his hair. <laughs> is. Uh, this is perhaps a, a tough one to answer here. Our, our final big question of the day here, Joseph, uh, who better captures your own identity in essence, Freedy or Dewey? Ooh, this is like some sort of Myers-Briggs, what do you think your personality is type question. Um, but uh, I'm going to go Dewey. Uh, I, I want, I hope I'm Dewey. I want to be like Dewey. I think, you know, Dewey is uh, doing his best to communicate. Uh, he is uh, taking action. Uh, I love Freedy. And I think, you know, uh, still waters run deep. We don't know the whole truth about Freedy. But Freedy seems a little passive. Uh, between the two of them, if they had an edible fish, I feel like Freedy had an edible fish, if you know what I mean. So I think I'll lean a little bit more toward Dewey. I love this. Look, I, so I, I'm going Freedy. Uh, and everything you're saying about Freedy is, is accurate. Um, but the thing that I, I feel I connect with Freedy on is often because of some of my demeanor, my my, my shyness that mi- mixes a little bit with gruffness, I often ha- feel I have, and sometimes I, I, I play with it. I'll admit to this. I play this. But sometimes, like, you hit, listen to the history of the Schmoes No podcast. Every intern that comes along was like, I was really afraid of Ken when, when I showed up. And I was <laughs> like, well, why? So I think you you look at Freedy and you're like, the burliness, the, 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 oh, not that I walk around with my chest hanging out. I'm thinking about the, like, he's got a knife. He's, he can't understand what he's saying. He's he's losing his hair. What is going on with this character? And then it's like, no, nah, I just I just want to get you out of the net here. Go fight. <laughs> and it's like, I think I connect with that. I think uh, I think uh, I'd love to say, yeah, Dewey is the, the one that's kind of leading the charge here. Who knows? Freedy might have carve them up and, and serve them for a biggie dinner. Um, so Dewey is, is maybe the, the morality center of the, the brothers there, but uh, I really identify with, uh, hey, don't judge Freedy until he takes an action. 
No, no, no. I think I think uh, I think there's a lot more going on with Freedy than we have learned yet. And while I'm happy to have like the Kino Loy story yes. and and or be this just beautiful snapshot of this uh, wonderful person, I need much more Dewey and Freedy storytelling to to fathom the depths of Freedy. Yes, yes, fathom and plumb the depths indeed. We're going to give our final rating here. We're going to wait, uh, rate the, there's the, I almost made another W, a wait. Uh, we're going to rate the wild, weird, and wondrous factor of the Pamela Brothers. Our rating is based on one of the original Star Wars weirdos, Lobot of Cloud City. So, Joseph, out of 10 Lobot heads, one being the least, 10 being the most, how many Lobot heads do you give Dewey and Freedy? 20, 10 each. <laughs> they are, to me the ideal of star wars weirdness they're a fascinating design they speak weird uh they are a tip of the iceberg we only know a little bit about them so we get to wonder all sorts of uh, great things uh, uh, about them and they still have some meaning they're a 10 out of 10 for me i, I love this because i'll tell you what you know maybe under if they were in uh, solo or return of the jedi i don't know we might have said sevens eights i don't know freedy looks like a dude i don't you know uh, <laughs> but you have dr quadpaw you have vetch uh and there's these two wonderful characters doing freedy who are holding the flag for weirdness in star wars <laughs> in a show that does what it needs and wants to do so it's not a criticism of andor but these two characters are here going we are weird and therefore i'm with you 10 out of 10 on each side so it's 20s all around from us here at four center that might is- be our first perfect 10 where we both did 10 i can't remember yeah but yeah, yeah. i'm telling you i guess another backdrop i might drop them a little bit but even then they're wonderful and uh they deserve it so they're and they're so pop they're very uh, everyone loves them i haven't i haven't met anyone on, online or offline who's like could have done without the brothers who fish <laughs> i think everyone is saying squigglies around these parts uh, thank you all for listening to our show here. We love kind of swinging in and taking this fun, fast-paced look at the wild, weird, wondrous parts of Star Wars. For all things Force Center, just go to our Twitter page, Force Center Pod. You can find a link tree to link to other things, a link to other things we do. We're also on Hive Social at Force Center if you want to go there as well. Follow me at Kednapsock. Go to my website, Kednapsock.com. Joseph, where do you want them to find you? Yeah, you can find me on all the social media with the handle at Joseph Scrimshaw. In particular, come visit me on Hive Social. I'm really waiting to see if it, it takes off and becomes a fun place for us all to meet and talk about Dewey and Freedy. Send me your thoughts on Dewey and Freedy on Hive Social. You can also go to my YouTube channel. Just search for Joseph Scrimshaw. Do it, do it, my friends. All right, that is it. A biggie dinner should be had by all tonight. We'll see you next time here on Force Center. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.